Howdy, folks. Welcome to Savory Avery, episode 24. It's April 3rd, 2022, 2.21 p.m., a Sunday, and a very chill Sunday it is indeed. I'm just relaxing, just lamping. Had pretty exercise-filled day yesterday. I also drank some beverages, some of which contained alcohol. So I'm kind of just healing up. But it's good. Did some errands around the house. Or did some chores, I guess you could say. A ton of cleaning. I got carried away. Found myself scrubbing things for two hours. And then I thought, wait a minute, what what am I doing? I could literally just keep doing this forever. So then I stopped. I think that was enough for one day. I cleaned my toilet, in particular the outside of it. It's interesting, you know, when you actually get down on your knees and look at it from a different angle. Holy smokes, it it sure needed a clean, but now it's looking beautiful. Uh, I have a bunch of calcium buildup on my shower. It's just like a glass, two glass doors that slide back and forth. All right, so it's like, you know, six feet by six feet of glass or something close to that. And it's looking disgusting. So I got this recipe. Literally, you just put vinegar in a spray bottle, like however much vinegar you need. I only used like a cup, I think. And then like a tablespoon of dish soap. And then you just mix it up a bit and you just spray it on the calcium buildup or wherever there's gunk, leave it for, I don't know, it depends how long. I left mine for like 20 minutes. If yours, if it's really bad, it wouldn't hurt leaving it for a couple of hours or even overnight. Uh, I should have left mine on for a bit longer. It didn't get it 100% off, but it looks beautiful. It looks nearly brand new, unless, of course, you get up real close and start examining it, but so the bathroom is looking nice, and then I wipe down the cabinets and wipe down the appliances, and I'm all wiped out now. Now it's just time to chill, make some food, and relax. It was sort of snowing yesterday, super cold. I forgot to bring gloves. I was biking around everywhere. It was rough. My handlebars and my brakes are like metal. And there's like a thin wrapping around the handlebars, but it's they're still really cold. And yeah, it was rough. Lesson learned. But now that it's springtime, I've noticed my skin is changing in terms of dryness. In the wintertime, my hands always get nasty, real cracked up, nice and dry. And then come springtime, my hands no longer an issue. They go from constantly always being disgustingly dry to always good and moisturized and looking normal. But then my lips start to get all cracked up and sore and dry. Now, the hands thing, you know, that happens in the wintertime, that's because of the weather. And then when the weather gets warmer, my hands don't dry out as much. 
But the reason my lips dry out when it gets hotter is because I'm just licking them all the damn time. You know, I'm skateboarding more in the warmer in the warmer weather. And when I'm skateboarding, I I have this like mob face. That some people call it a mob face where you just like you stick your tongue outside of your mouth and you look silly and it's like you can't con- you can't control it. It's just like at least for me, it's completely ingrained. And if I try, if I try to focus on not sticking my tongue out, then I will not be focused on the trick, and it'll mess me up. It's like inevitable. It doesn't happen as much anymore. But when I was younger and I would skate all day, like my, not only would my my lips be like all red and sore, and they'd be in pain, they would also just be like glistening in the sun, always constantly wet with spit. Now, like I said, it's not as bad anymore. But it's still an issue, you know. It doesn't matter what the weather is. I always got something going on, whether it's the lips or the hands or the whatever else. All right. I have a couple of songs that I've been listening to this week. going to add them to the playlist. Just going to quickly go through them. First one, artist called GT, G-E-E-T-E-E, with a space in between. (laughs) And uh, a couple of my favorite songs are uh, Commando and FBI from the Chromozone album, like C-H-R-O-M-O-Z-O-N-E. Those two are pretty sick. I don't even know what the genre is. I'm not even going to try. But it gets me amped up to skate, and I and uh, they're also good for skate edits, I think. And they have a few albums. And then uh, they came out with a single uh, recently, it's called Man to Ape, the letter two, and that's pretty good. It's not my favorite. I like Commando and FBI more from the Chromozone album, but also they have that new single. Pretty sick artist. And then another artist uh, that I've been listening to this week is called Froth, F-R-O-T-H, and a couple of my favorite songs from them are Lost My Mind and Oaxaca, spelled O-A-X-A-C-A. And it's from the album Patterns. Um, they're pretty popular. Th- those two songs, I'm pretty sure, are like their most listened to on their Spotify page. And they have like, I don't know, I think like millions of plays um, for a good reason. Super sick. Uh, I don't think GT is as popular though. And then we have uh, artist Shimmer, Ta- Shimmer Traps. I always read it as Shimmer Tapes. It's Shimmer Traps. One word. And my favorite song by them is called Beta Club from the album Look, all capital, with an exclamation mark. And lastly, uh, another song from them, uh, from the album Distractions, the song 40 Winks. Uh, They have a lot of good stuff. Uh, Yeah, so add those to the playlist. I was making a pizza the other day. And it called for hot water. So, you know, I just like ran my faucet a little, waited for it to get hot, measured a cup of warm water, and then poured it in to the Pyrex. And then I found myself turning the hot water back on and then cleaning the measuring cup, just like scrubbing it. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I literally just cleaned it. Like, I literally just ran hot water over it, like, but I was like, but I measured it, right? So, I mean, that was, that was an ingredient, but it's, it's just hot water. So I was like, what am I doing here? 
I don't I don't really know what I should do. I think I'm going to stop cleaning them whenever I measure water. I don't really see what the point is. I mean, I guess you're touching it with your dirty hands and maybe, but I mean, come on, like, like, I, I think I cleaned it better when I measured one cup of hot water than I did when I was scrubbing it afterwards. It's like, like, is it really making a difference? It's silly. I was making some brownies the other day and I made a pretty embarrassing mistake. I, I was... It was crunch time. I was trying to run through the recipe as quick as possible. So I'm reading off the ingredients and I calls for two tablespoons of white vinegar and I pour the white vinegar in and then I go to check to see what the next ingredient is and I fucking realized that it actually said white sugar and not white vinegar. And this isn't the first ingredient that I put into the bowl so it's like mixed in with the other stuff. And I have two tablespoons of white vinegar when I should have put white sugar and I don't really know what to do so I try to like scoop out the little bits that I can and I'm like frustrated and annoyed and I doesn't really work and I'm just like she will hopefully doesn't ruin it and then when I got near to the end of the recipe I realized that it also called for two tablespoons of white vinegar so it was okay that I put it in initially and that's why you always got to read the entire recipe list before you freaking start. I don't know what I was thinking. Almost every, like, I never do that. I always read through the ingredients before I start. But for some reason, I didn't realize that. And I spent all this time trying to take out the white vinegar because it was a mistake when really I needed to put it in there in the end. And there you go. So it wasn't a big deal. And crisis averted. But read it. Don't be silly. And also, also, don't just read. If you're if you're reading a recipe, don't just read the ingredients and then like do it yourself. I personally think it's better. Like you really need to read the instructions. You know, everyone's like, yeah, okay, I get it. You mix it together and you put it in the oven. Like, oh, how hard can it be? But you'd be surprised. Sometimes in the directions, there's some really you not completely necessary, but really helpful tips and different techniques. And there's a lot you can learn from just the way that they describe how to make certain things. You, you might think that you know what you're doing, but perhaps there's like a specific technique for that recipe that you haven't done before that will make or break the outcome. So just, you know, that, 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 that five minutes before you start is really crucial. You know, don't, you don't, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. All right. I have a top 10 list. It is sports related. More specifically, my top 10 favorite sports. I've played a lot of sports throughout my life. My parents really encouraged me and my siblings to, you know, test out all different types and really get out there and see what we like. We all mainly, you know, were involved with one sport in specific most of the time, but, you know, everyone dabbled, me and all my siblings. You know, so these are my favorite sports, and uh, for this list, a sport is defined as something that involves physical activity. Okay, so I don't consider I'm not considering kendama a sport. I'm not considering chess a sport. Um, you know, I don't know. There's lots of other things, but yeah, I don't know. I I love sports, and sometimes people get the wrong idea from me because. 
you know, when it comes to like watching sports on TV, I'm never huge about that. I'm not enthusiastic. I don't do it. I don't have cable. I don't stream. I don't watch any sports ever except like skateboarding sometimes. Now, that's just because like my whole life, the sports has always been on at my house, at my parents' house. And I'm just like so accustomed to it. And and, and I love playing almost all sports. I, I have an appreciation for all of them in one way or another. But when it comes to watching them on the TV all the time, I'm not, I'm not as into that. I don't, I don't love watching sports. I, I would rather do something else. That's just me. Now, number, now let's, yeah, let's just dive into the list. Top 10 favorite sports. Number 10, soccer. I never played soccer very much. I did do Timbit soccer growing up like most kids did. Very fond memories. I did that for at least a few years. At that time, my older brothers were still into soccer. At one point, m- one of my older brothers and myself and one of my and Ella, we all kind of started playing basketball a lot more. But when I was a lot younger, it was all soccer all the time. And, you know, it's the best fucking the the cut up orange slices, you know, and then the treats, you know, whether it be you got Dunkaroos, maybe someone brings chips, you know, and, and every week a different parents parent is responsible. So sometimes you get something really, really cool. Sometimes people go all out and bring you some fancy baked good or something. Man, that was the best. I don't remember building any like strong relationships while in Timbits because everyone is so young. They're not even like capable of like building rapport or like communicating in like a mature way at all or being able to communicate really whatsoever. Uh, at least that was me. Maybe I was just a dumb kid, but I definitely was a dumb kid. Um, soccer was great and I, I, I didn't keep with it. Um, I, I, I've always been fond of juggling soccer balls and kicking it around and going out with friends. But in terms of like a league, I, I, the last time I was, I was in a league or of any sort for soccer was probably when I was like eight years old. Um, I, I have, uh, you know, I got a couple of not injuries, but a couple of, you know, blows to the head. Well, I guess those are injuries playing soccer. I remember one time I was like really little playing indoor soccer and a parent kicked, did like a side kick to kick it into the court and he like legit fucking smoked it. At least like that's what it was like. That's what it felt like as a, a tiny child like that and it hit me directly in the face and that was like the first time I had lost my consciousness. Like I passed out and I remember like my dad picking me up off the floor and like, I mean, that was the beginning of my brain damage. Uh, but yeah, so, so soccer is great. Um, I used to go to soccer games a lot uh, growing up, like at the Edmonton Stadium. And I would always be all up in the soccer dome as a kid, you know, just hanging out with my parents. Like I spent so much time there. Even now, I like remember exactly how it looks. Every all the time, baby. Indoor soccer. All right, number nine, baseball. Baseball is another sport that I probably played only for a few years within leagues, just like soccer. But I played it uh, when I was a bit older. So I, I think I was in about junior high when I was playing baseball. I did it for two or three seasons, I believe. Just community. And I really, really enjoyed it. 
it was the least physically demanding sport I had ever played, which I guess was like a nice for a change, but I found it kind of weird also. I was like, this is barely a sport. Everyone is just like watching and like yelling and like rallying and like no one's like one person runs for like five seconds. It's so weird. But it's a great time. And I remember, I think the last season I played, I was like a pitcher for like half the time. And that was pretty cool. And, and I still love like going out to a diamond and cracking some balls. Like that's great. Just like out with some friends or whatever. Feels good. Uh, watching baseball, kind of boring in my opinion. But it's a great sport. I'm definitely a, a big fan of playing it. It's a very fun environment in my opinion. Number eight, volleyball. Volleyball is awesome. I played it in junior high. I would practice it in elementary school sometimes, but I like, couldn't really do it right. It's, we would play like over like a soccer net, and I was so little I didn't have enough power to like push it over the, over the net. But I played in junior high, and then I played for a year in high school. And uh, it's a great sport, you know. Um, also, like... Like, in terms of cardio, at least, not really that demanding. But I remember getting worked in our volleyball practices. They didn't care. We would still do lots of running. But when you're actually playing, you know, it's it's more just like diving and yelling. That's the one thing. It's kind of a painful sport, you know, unless you give in and you get all the pads, which, you know, is like, obviously, like, I, sh- I wish I did that. You get a lot of burns, a lot of, like, gym burns or whatever you want to call it make some disgusting sounds when you go for a dive and your elbows and your knees are scraping on the floor. It is not fun. It's scary. I remember in practice, like only like a couple of guys would have pads and everyone else would just be like in the diving drills would just be like dying and trying to act tough. But like by the end of it, we all had like, like burned up knees, like so bad. What were we thinking? Yeah, it's pretty fast pace. And, uh, and especially like once like you start to get like older and people start to get stronger and taller, like you like it can get pretty intense. Like fucking people can start smashing the ball in your face pretty hard. It's kind of badass. I've never really played ve- I've never really played beach volleyball at all, just like regular volleyball. But I was always the middle, which was cool. I mean, I didn't really care what position I was in, but I guess I was typically the taller person on the team, so I would have a lot of opportunities to to smash it, to spike it, which is very satisfying, you know? It's a fucking good feeling. Number six, tennis. I'm very fond of tennis. Uh, This is a sport that I've never played competitively. I've never been in a league or a tournament, but I have played it quite a bit. Uh, growing up in the summertime, me and my siblings would walk to the tennis court and would play tennis in the hot sun. And it was great. You know, it's a hard sport. I have a lot of respect for it. And, you know, to someone that maybe doesn't play, like, it's deceivingly tiring. Like, it is not easy, especially if you're out in the hot sun. Like, uh, yeah, you aren't like running for long distances, but it's a lot of like a quick sprint in one direction and you immediately have to stop and then go the other way and a lot of like fast movement. And also you have to be swinging really hard and 
serving is extremely difficult. Getting a, a good competitive rally going in tennis involves a lot of practice, a lot of experience. I remember I would spend a lot of time even just uh, playing by myself. The tennis racket, tennis ball with on those walls, you know, with like a line to visualize the net and you just kind of get in the groove, get those swings in. Yeah, tennis is wonderful, but I've never been great at it. I'm like pretty, pretty bad at it, honestly. Like I am not good at soccer. I'm not good at baseball and I'm okay at volleyball. Oh, I accidentally skipped one. So I named number six tennis, and that's great, and tennis is awesome. But I skipped number seven, which is swimming. Swimming is a wonderful thing. I've never done it much, but I have gone through my swimming lessons throughout my years growing up, doing them in the summertime, whenever I would go to my... Uh, my cabin, my family's cabin in Saskatchewan. We basically swim every day for two weeks straight. And that alone was a lot of experience compounded over the years. It feels great. And man, it's a really good workout. Like you can be in great shape, but if you go for a swim, like you're just, you're working different muscles most of the time. And it'll show you like you still got a lot to work on, even though you might look all good. Uh, and it, it's kind of like swimming is kind of dangerous, you know, like some people are like afraid of swimming and, and people die swimming all the time. You got to be careful. I'm a pretty experienced swimmer though. I mean, I'm definitely out of shape, but if you gave me a couple of weeks, I think I could like be pretty good again. Just kind of. It's been so long. There's just something so great about just treading water. Just floating. So relaxing. I've always been a fan of diving boards. Never been able to do very many cool things on them. I've never even been able to do a backflip. Maybe I've done it once off of a diving board, but I could do front flips and I could do nice dives. I never took diving lessons. I took swimming lessons. My a couple, my older brothers took some diving lessons, apparently, which is pretty badass. That was never me, though. All right, so that was number seven, swimming. Talked about number six, tennis. I mean, come on. I, and honestly, I probably have spent more time in the tennis courts skateboarding than I have actually playing tennis. But I still have had my fair share of tennis. And uh, at one point, I was I was a part of a club in Regina for a summer and I only visited a few times but it was nice got to meet some people practice a little bit learn more about the sport all right number five biking now I know that that isn't a specific like sport like a lot of people just bike around but you know there there are competitive aspects there are competitions for biking I've never been in one I just I just like to bike around for fun that's my thing. I've never even thought about competitive biking. I, 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 for a very so small spell as a young, young, young kid, I was sort of into mountain biking a little bit. And I could see myself maybe doing that. But just like, but when I say biking in this list, I mean just like a road bike 
just like biking around the city not like off trail or anything it's peaceful it's a good workout whenever i take a bike ride somewhere i always find that the experience is you know yeah it is longer but you see a lot more things it's a nicer perspective it's more relaxing i find i'm not as concerned about my car or the people that i'm sharing the road with also bikes are just really cool i think they're just like really nice things you know they're built nice you gotta like maintain them there are things to learn it's pretty cool i remember when i was younger i always had like a heavy ass mountain bike and i would use it for everything and i would never pump up the tires and Sometimes I'd be, I'd be riding around on this like 100 pound mountain bike where the tires are almost flat. And man, those made my legs jacked. But then eventually when I turned to be a teenager, one day I was able to get my hands on an actual bike that didn't suck total shitness. And it was a life changer. I felt like I was Superman. I could go 10 times faster. I've always been into biking my whole life. I learned how to bike at a pretty young age, I think. I can't remember how old I was, but I was biking around for as long as I can remember. I've used it as a form of transportation on and off for various things, whether it be to get to work or to go to the skate park or, you know, to get to the bus. I'm not an experienced biker. I don't know much about bikes, but I do know how to bike. Uh, my, my knowledge base for bikes is very minimal you know i'm familiar with sizes and of like frames and tires and generally how the gears work and how the the braking system works but if i had to disassemble a bike and build it up back again i i don't think i could do it <laughs> All right, number four, basketball. Basketball is probably the sport that I've played the most competitively. I started playing in like a community league when I was probably about eight or nine. Like I stopped playing soccer and started playing basketball was like sort of the deal. I played it all the way until high school. Like both in school leagues and in community leagues. I never played in any club leagues. My older brother did for a little bit. But when it got to the point where I wanted, I was thinking about getting more serious about basketball and joining a club, I kind of wanted to skate more and didn't really, I don't know, at the time it just didn't really feel right. So I kind of stopped playing. But I've always played like just on a hoop by myself or just like with a couple of people. I suck now. I actually used to be pretty good. I played a lot. Like I would spend a lot of hours in my parents' backyard shooting hoops. And you know, it's a tough sport. It involves a lot of like fast thing. I mean, all sports involve fast thinking, but it involves a lot of cardio, a lot of body contact. There's a lot of injuries that occur. It's not easy. I even tried refing as a basketball coach. I highly recommend not doing that unless you are like already a fan of basketball and know the rules quite well because it's a complicated sport to ref and 
it's like very fast paced and there are a lot of things going on. And there's just so many discrepancies, so many instances where you need to make a decision on whether it should be called or not. But it's a wonderful sport and it is so popular. I feel like it's the most popular sport out there maybe. I mean, at least in my circle. I don't know about the world. Soccer is probably the biggest sport in the world. Basketball is just... It definitely has a special place in my heart, for sure. And and it's a really cool sport, I feel like. Basketball is really cool. Alright, number three. Table tennis. I haven't played table tennis as much as I played basketball. But honestly, like if I had to choose between having a basketball hoop or a table tennis uh, or a ping pong table at my house, I would definitely choose the ping pong table. Now, given the basketball, you can play by yourself, which is a big plus. But table tennis is just the shit, man. That's like something that I actually would want to get like really good at. Basketball, uh, I don't know. I've already kind of gone down that route. But, I mean, I've, I, I've played a decent amount of table tennis. I used to have one at my parents' house. We used to play it at school a lot or at friends' houses. It's been a long time since I played, but it's addicting. Getting the spins and, like, certain techniques and serves. Like, there's a lot that goes into it. It's quite complex. And, like, I love watching ping pong or table tennis videos on YouTube of, like, pros. It fucking blows my mind Number two, golf. I've never played golf competitively, but I've played a lot, especially as a young kid. Is my technique perfect? Definitely not. But God damn it, is it ingrained inside of me. There is no changing my swing. I'll tell you that. And I'm okay. I would not, by any stretch of the imagination, think that I am good at golf. But, I mean, you know, I'm okay. I'm not horrible. I think that golf is, like, such a fucking difficult sport. And it's a weird sport because it's one of the only sports where you're literally just competing against yourself. Like, you're just doing something completely isolated. There is no contact or any real meaningful communication between yourself and your competitors. You're all just trying to do the same thing by yourself separately. And uh, there's something really cool about that. And I don't know there, I, I don't know why I like golf so much. I mean, obviously it's because I played it a lot, but j- just when I when I think about golf and I just think about making a nice, beautiful contact on a drive or getting like a clutch putt in like from you know going the distance, man, that is just so freaking satisfying. And I have a deep respect for golf. And I think it's interesting because it's a sport that like so many different types of people enjoy. And it's a sport where you need to go to the course to play it. It's not like you can have a, you know, unless you're like insanely wealthy. Like a lot of people have basketball hoops at their place, but a golf course at your house. I mean, come on. And it's just, it's an experience. It's kind of like a day of, it's kind of like going out snowboarding on a mountain for a day, you know, you got to get out there, you know, you've prepped all of your shit, you got all your stuff ready, and then it takes like a few hours, maybe even longer, 
and you, in the middle or at the end, you stop and you get food and you chill, and then you have to drive back, and it, it's a whole experience. And I, I find that as long as you go with the right people, it's very like fun and you know peaceful experience, like going golfing on an 18 hole. If you're able to, if you're one of those people that has composure on the golf course and you know how to enjoy, you know how to play like shit and not be like a total jackass and be angry, you know, that's super annoying, but it happens to the best of us, you know, it happens to all of us. If you, if you, if you care about golf and you care about your performance, then you're, you might get a little bit upset, but you know, you can always work on that. It's part of the game, keeping your composure. I've always used my dad's golf set my whole life. I've always just used his sort of. I have like a couple of clubs that are mine, but I don't have a full set. I I have I used to have like a kid's set, but then you know I grew out of those, and then I just used my dad's. And I was thinking about buying clubs, you know, like getting a nice set. But I ended up just cheaping out and getting some of value. I kept my eyes open, and I found a decent set. I think that isn't like total shit and isn't like. You know, it isn't like half a century old, maybe like 25 years old. Still might be like somewhat functional compared to the other state-of-the-art drivers today. Like, it, it, you know, it'll get, it'll get the job done and I won't look silly. That's all I want. Have like six clubs. It's good enough. It'll get me through. I definitely got to get some more, but now I can finally go out on my own with my own shit. So that's good. All right, number one, skateboarding. Yeah, that's right. I didn't even put skiing or snowboarding on the list. And I used to ski or snowboard lots. But honestly, like, it's not really my thing. I don't love it. I have a lot of fond memories. I also have a lot of, like, negative experiences. Like, it's just so dangerous. And I am personally so prone to injury when it comes to snowboarding. And I don't know why, but I just... I always find myself trying something crazy and eating it. I just I just can't control myself. I just get too excited. Once I put those goggles on, I feel invincible. But, of course, I have skateboarding, and it's number one. Definitely the sport that I've practiced the most. I enjoy it the most. It's, my, it's definitely, like, by far my favorite sport. My favorite activity, hobby, whatever you want to call it. But it is also a sport, to some people at least. You know, that this sport in particular, not a lot of upper body strength is benefited from it. It's mostly lower, you know, you got the, the quads, the calves, you know, in your core, you know, especially if you're, depending on what type of skateboarding you're doing, it can be hard on your core. But your arms or your chest, sorry, dude. Unless you're doing some crazy old school shit, handstand, skateboard tricks. There's no dice. You got to do push-ups. You're going to have to supplement your upper body strengths with another activity. But that's all right because it's great for the legs. You'll have some sexy legs if you get out there. Skate a couple times a week. Come on. It's fun. Just do it. But, you know, that's the, the... skateboarding and golf, right? My number one and my number two. Very different sports. I like them for different reasons, right? Skateboarding is like pretty dangerous, risky, fast-paced, very physically demanding. Golf is not physically demanding. Um, It's not fast-paced at all. It's not risky, you know? 
and and I like golf for those reasons, but I also like skateboarding for the other for the flip side. Um, it's good to have both. Sometimes I want to do something crazy, or I need to get a lot of negative energy out, or I want to do something exciting. Then I'll try something crazy on my skateboard. But if I just want to get some steps in and have a relaxed day and get some sun and not work myself too hard, then do some golf. You know, that's great. I mean, if you're walking an 18 hole, you'll probably be sore by the end of that. But it's definitely not as intense as like skateboarding. You're not jumping around and falling off of stuff and balancing on things. The only thing you're balancing on golf is your ball on your tee when you drive. And then, you know, balancing yourself, depending on what type of golfer you are. You know, if you've had one too many beers, which is not uncommon on the course. I mean, come on. A lot of you golfers out there. Are you going golfing to golf or are you going golfing to drink? Or are you going to drink to golf? I don't know. Ask yourself. No judgments. All right. And that's the list. Let's just quickly run through it. Number 10. Top 10 favorite sports. Number 10, soccer. Number 9, baseball. Number 8, volleyball. Number 7, swimming. Number 6, tennis. Number 5, biking. Number 4, basketball. Number 3, table tennis. Number 2, golf. Number 1, skateboarding. There's a lot of other sports I love out there. Now, don't get me wrong. I love snowboarding. I actually really love watching snowboarding, and it's pretty fun to do, but it's just, I don't know. I just like skateboarding more. And I'm just, I'm just so afraid of hurting myself snowboarding. Snow skating, on the other hand, I'll do that shit all day. Snow skating is super fun, but honestly harder than skateboarding and snowboarding because it's like that weird middle. There's no bindings. You're sliding, but you have no control. Uh, you know, you're not off of the ground. I mean, some snow skates are off the ground. Those ones look fucking weird, though. I just have like the ones that are just a deck, just a flat with no elevation snow skating is really cool as well shout that out it's not on my list though you know it's not my favorite it is sweet um like i said i i, I love a lot of different activities um hacky sacking is that a sport honestly i would say yes you're hopping and jumping if you're good at hacky sacking and you can like keep it going for a while it is tiring no doubt i really love pool but I feel like that's where I draw the line. I don't think that pool or darts is has enough physical activity in order for me to involve it in my top 10 favorite sports list. Golf is also a close thing, but you're that's a lot of walking. So I would get, definitely consider that a sport. But pool and darts and hack and you know hacky sacking now I don't know. I'm flip-flopping. I'm not sure. It's really, you know, I don't know where to draw the line. I mean, there's definitely no, like, hacky sacking in the Olympics, but it's more tiring than chess. Some people call chess a sport, or maybe maybe it is a sport. I don't know. I don't... I have a different definition of sport here. You know, this is my definition of sport. What are some other really fun games, sports? Squash is really fun. I've played squash a few times, but that's another one where you got to go to like a community center to play it. Actually, that's not true. You can play it. You can play it on a wall, but that's not really squash. Then that's like a different because you need it to be enclosed, or else you're just gonna lose it, right? It's a lot better when you can go to those community centers where it's like a closed box 
So if you miss it, it won't like go fucking flying somewhere. Cricket is a pretty cool sport. I personally never played it, but I know a little bit about it. I know some people that are into it. Is Kandama a sport? Definitely not. Is yo-yoing a sport? Definitely not, in my opinion. But yeah, those are my top 10 favorites. I've been trying to learn Nolly 360 inward heels at Southwood. And I think that I'm just going to give up on them for a while because they're starting to like get me really frustrated. And I'm at the point now where it's like keeping me up at night. Just like, fuck, why can't I just land one? I've gotten so close so many times. Whenever I try to film it, though, it's just I just can't get it. And I haven't been lucky enough yet. And it's making me so upset. I'm like, it's not even worth it. I should just learn something different. And now when I try to do Nolly and Red Heels, it feels weird. I need to like get used to it again. The Nolly 360 and Red Heel, honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone do that in real life. Like tons of people can do it. I know I've seen it on videos, but I've never, I don't think I've ever seen it in real life and it would be cool. And I've landed on a few of them. It's going to go down one of these days, but God damn it. It's pissing me off. I'm just like at the point now where I go up to, I go to the park and I'm like, okay, like, honestly, like, do I even want to skate? I'm like, the only way that I want to skate is if I just try something fried. So I just try like the hardest shit ever. Because if you land, it's like the best feeling ever. But you know, high risk, high reward. All right, that's all folks. Thank you for listening. I hope everyone has a good week. Stay positive. Just keep pushing. It's going to be all right. All right, stay safe and have a good night.